for this next part, something I'm very excited about. Because as as you know, if you've listened to Andrew Claudio and Bernardo Zaraski's podcast, someone on this episode likes to make lists. Love and it. I also like to make lists, but only but only when it's a fruitful exercise. And you know what I enjoyed about this particular exercise, Andrew? Yes. It gave me a chance to go into my favorite database and my favorite database um, that's accessible to me is cleaning the glass. If you go into the players section, you can group the players by what percent. First of all, you group them by position, which was helpful for what we're about to talk about because you group by point cards. Although I have two quibbles there, which I'll get to in a second. Um, And then you could group them with what percentage they or like where their percentages rank amongst other point guards in terms of it basically had everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so forming this list, which um, the top 20 point guards in the NBA right now gave me a chance to like, look into like, how are people doing against one another? And it was revealing. And it also left me in a bit of a pickle because I realized that as I was making this, I'm like, wait a minute, how do I reconcile where the player is doing right now with, where we know the player really is. But wait a minute. Do we really know anything anymore if information is constantly updating? So what we should clarify is, so for those who don't know, because we haven't said it yet, we are doing a point guard draft. We're each going to take 10 point guards and we'll go back and forth like pickup. And the idea is to try and see what the order of the best 20 point guards will be, but to draft the best 20 point guards in the league. My question is it like for the rest of the year, how much does past experience is, is are we putting into this? I like, think it's, are we think, just using this season so far? Yeah. So I think that that's a great, I think it, if you were drafting point guards to play, I think that's a, that's actually a perfect way to clarify it. We're drafting point guards to lead our team for the rest of the season. Cause that, there, there's one glaring one then well, that will not probably not get drafted that I would say is a top five point guard if we're going by past precedent. He plays in New York City. I unless hmm. there's a rule change by a mayor or a governor. Oh no, him? <laughs> yes, <was> like, him. <laughs> no, we're not. No, he's not. He's. We're that's why. That's him. what I'm saying. That's why we had to clarify the criteria yes. of. Okay. Are we? Yeah, he's not, are we just saying the spirit of best point guard, or yes, for, for the rest of the year? Listen, we're not going to draft someone that is probably not going to play the rest of this year. And good riddance. That's my um, question. Because, like, okay. if like remember when we talked about the the your top forty list and how yeah. people will say like it's LeBron James. Of course, he's top forty. He's won all this and that. He's one of the goats. People will not realize, okay, LeBron's also 38. Look what we've seen this year. His body's starting to break down. Yeah, but that's a different conversation than a guy who's literally not going to see the court for reasons. But the the spirit is... Yes, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the past performance is then what I'm agreeing with you. Yes, rest of the season. Okay, perfect. This is great. Who's going first? Uh, Age before beauty. And you're older and I'm I'm prettier. So that would mean you go first. Go ahead, John. It's the eyes. Uh, Andrew, okay. it's the eyes. thank you, thank you. Um, got it from my mama. Is here's the question. Obviously, I'm taking Steph Curry. Is this the easiest pick of any position? With the other contenders being Jokic being first overall at center and Kevin Durant being first overall at whatever. I th- I think Durant right now is probably the easiest pick in the league, being first in that category. 
And then after that, I'd probably take Curry as the next easiest, because I think you could make some arguments about Jokic and Embiid, even though Embiid's hurt right now. So different conversation for a different pod when we do the list. Yes. But the reason I'll push back on Durant is because are you just saying small forwards? Or are you saying forwards? Because then there's a conversation. But, there, uh, small, small, small forwards. If it's small forwards, then yeah, Tim or LeBron, yeah, okay. and I'll take the younger one, which is okay. ironic that now the one with less injury concern is the guy who tore his Achilles two years ago. But yes, I would what take a, Kevin Durant over LeBron what a, James. What a wild and wacky world. Okay. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, the most predictable first pick, goes first. Now I'm, this is, I think it gets interesting at number two to you. Yes, it does. And man, so there's, there's two names in my mind that, I'm back and forth on because one is a precedent of like, how long has this person been good at this position? Okay. Then the other is me projecting like, okay, this kid's starting to take a bit of a leap. Do I want to go this direction? (laughs) And we're not doing snake where I get two picks. So man, they've, I got to, can I just double check that is their winning streak over or have the Suns? One, no, they've won nine no, in a row. No, they've, take- they, it was a it was a close game against the Timberwolves last night, but they do currently own, as we are recording this on uh, Tuesday late afternoon, the the longest winning streak in the league. I will take Chris Paul, which is actually pretty incredible at this point. Again, I'm also going by the spirit of the rule of the conversation that he is like a pure point guard. What he's done to that Suns team, turning them from a consistent lottery team to a finals contender. You're even seeing it this year, even though he's not like he is starting to show a hint of age. He's still showing much more signs of production. So I'll go Chris Paul at my first pick. So it's so funny because as you were, as you were filibustering, Mm -hmm. um, I thought you were going in a different direction there. And um, because I, to be honest with you, I think after Curry, there are legitimately one, two, three, four, five. I think there are six names that that can be said number two. And Chris Paul's one, one of them. Oh, okay. No, Paul Chris, no one Chris Paul's one of them. Chris Paul's one of them. But I thought I thought there's six names, and that's just not the direction I thought that you were gonna go with two. Um there's another one that I'm hoping you don't take, but I might have showed my hand, but we'll see. Your your pick, John. Um I'm going to I'm going to go with the only play. Well, no, I can't say that there's like two players on this. There's two and a half players on this list who could probably still win the MVP this year. Um, assuming Curry and Durant both like miss a lot of time. Um, who are who, let me rephrase that. Who will be in the MVP conversation? Big air quotes energy there. Who will be in the MVP conversation? I'm going to take the one with a slightly longer track record, even though um, he is not in the for Okay. So to, to, there's some fun stats with Luka Doncic, who I'm taking. Mm-hmm. 100th percentile uh, for point guards and usage. 98th percentile. Again, this is from cleaning the glass. 98th percentile for point guards in assist percentage. So both of those are, are tops. Um, points per shot attempt. How efficient are you? Below the median. Not very efficient this year. Uh, 103.3 per hundred. And then the, the kookiest stat of the early uh, season, bar none. Um, the Mavericks are currently 27.7 points per hundred possessions worse with Luka Doncic on the floor than with him off. That is in the second percentile league wide. Um, the only major minutes point guard below him, sad but true, is, is Mr. Kemba Walker. Yeah. Mm, poor guy. Um, yeah, I, it, it was 
CP3 Luca. And I went with a guy that if I'm going rest of this year, I actually it, it's a toss up. I mean, I'm also going with the team, like team production over what Luke is able to drag out of that team, you know? Yeah. But, it, but again, you're just drafting the player. I know. So it's individual. So I could yeah. hypothetically put Luca with Monty Williams and then call it a day. Um, all right. I'd like to yeah. see that team. <laughs> I may have to, I just realized I let you get Stefan Lucas. So this might be a fun, this might be the easiest poll that we put on Patreon. Um, okay. So no, people, you know what though? People might push back on Luca. He's, he has like, if you go by certain numbers, he just hasn't been that great. He, Shoot thirty percent from three this year. I understand I it's it's early, but and you know he gets shooting sixty eight percent from the free throw line. Is he still hurt? I know he went and got he's, went well, and got so an X ray. It, it just it just came out about an hour before we started recording that he's going to miss his next game. Also, just funky like the, the Mavs are nine and four and they have a negative net rating. It's just weird. Just a weird team. Weird season from him. It's all weird. So the third guy I wrote down because. Well, okay, not wrote down, but I knew if you were going first that you're at Steph. So it was, I guess he's the fourth name I wrote down. Um, I'm going to take him because I really want him on my team. And I think we're like a year or two away from him being a perennial all NBA first team candidate. Say that. Um, John Morant is having an unreal season, 25 a game on 50, 40, 78 splits. Like get his free throw shooting up and that true shooting is going to look even better. Um, I I think the Grizzlies are a limited team, but with him, they're a playoff contender. And I've also seen him. I I, I know I I've talked against using one game sample sizes as why you should think guys are good, but he had himself a moment in that playing game at golden state last year. He went into Steph's house and took his candy and closed out the guy that a lot of people were saying was MVP to the point where Steph can have a mark on his record where he didn't make the playoffs and lost the, you know, elimination game at home. And that matters to me. So I'll go John Morant, who again is taking that leap this year. 